This podcast is brought to you by Kloss. If you're looking to get more out of your harvesting operation, there's no brighter solution than the all-new Lexion Combine. Hey folks, welcome to episode number 35 of the Machinery Pete podcast. I appreciate you taking some time. Uh, again, apologize. It's been a, a little bit of time between episodes. Uh, just a lot going on here with our Machinery Pete business. Good stuff. Uh, stay tuned. we got some fun stuff we'll be announcing here soon. Um, but I tell you what, we got a really uh, fun episode today. Uh, and I like to shine the light when possible on young people. And I think it's easy... When you get to be my age, I'm mid-50s, but just culturally, I think young people get beat up unnecessarily and people worry about the future. But tell you what, if you're paying attention, and within agriculture in particular, there's so many fantastic young people involved, pushing forward, doing some amazing things. I mean, it gives me tremendous hope and confidence in our future, not only for our industry of agriculture, but just our country in general. I, I think these young people... I think they're going to do things a lot more efficiently and, frankly, better than we've done them. Um, and today we're going to highlight one young person just outstanding from Sherburn, Minnesota, uh, Carson Kaler. Now, if that last name sounds familiar in the machinery circles, it should. Uh, the name Kaler, uh, Carson. Carson is 20 years old. He's going to be a senior at South Dakota State University, uh, and he's a YouTube star. You maybe follow already follow him on YouTube. He goes under the title of Sixth Gen Farmer, and he has almost eleven thousand subscribers to his YouTube channel. Recently, did a TikTok video on his farm that got uh, pushing two million views on it. Just unbelievable. But Carson is studying egg uh, some egg programs at South Dakota State University, great um, college out there in South Dakota, and now he's also interning. Uh, a sales internship this summer, 2021, with the good folks at CNB Operations. Um, of course, if you, most folks know them, a great John Deere dealer uh, with a six-state footprint. I think 37 different store locations. Uh, CNB Operations, check them out. Uh, so he's interning on sales there. He has his own YouTube channel. He started three years ago. We're going to talk about how that got started, kind of the nuts and bolts of that. Also. Uh, Carson has some amazing advice for young people or anyone thinking about getting into YouTube or social media, things that he's learned along the way, uh, reasons he's doing it, just some fantastic advice. But to get, again, back to that name of Kaler, uh, his grandfather, Alan Kaler, who's in his mid-80s now, started uh, Auctioneer Alley in Fairmont, Minnesota, and uh just kind of a legendary family there. Uh, Alan's sons, Kevin and Ryan, in the auction business. They often work with Dan Pike and Associates out of Jackson, Minnesota. If you're in southern Minnesota, northern Iowa, over the decades, you, you know how good these guys are, great auctioneers. And the Kaler family also was in the John Deere business in northern Iowa there. So uh, young Carson, again, 20 years old, comes from a line uh, farm equipment, the auction business, and the Kaler family also farms. 
So Young Carson is a farmer. He's been around the auction business. He's now under the hood as a sales intern at CNB, and he's a young YouTube star. So let's go to the conversation now I had with Carson Kaler. Spring planning is almost here, and so is the age-old debate during planning season, speed or accuracy. Should we aim to get it done before the inevitable rainy days, or should we pace ourselves and get the spacing right? Egg Leader says, why not both? Don't sacrifice precise seed placement for speed. Get Ag Leader's Sure Speed planning system with Sure Force hydraulic downforce. Not feeling the need for speed? Ag Leader also has a range of planning technology that's sure to meet the individual needs of your operation. Level up your planning this year. Contact your local Ag Leader dealer or visit agleader.com for more information. Ag Leader, technology that works for you. Hey folks, pleased to welcome our guest to this week's Machine Repeat podcast, Carson Kaler from Sherburn, Minnesota, over in the southwest part of the state. Carson, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, I've been looking forward to this interview, Carson. You are the sixth gen farmer on YouTube and Instagram. Um, so among we will get into talking about your YouTube channel, which is incredible. Um and how that's grown, but uh, very interesting guy here, folks. Carson is a intern right now, a sales intern with CNB Operations. Is that correct, uh, Carson? Yes. Okay. And you are current. You're going to be a senior. And you go to South Dakota State University, right? Yep. And what do you study over there? So I'm majoring in agricultural systems technology, and I'm minoring in precision agriculture and informatics. Hmm. So you're going into you're going into right the main things. That's awesome, Carson. You're going to be uh, you're going to be busy coming up yep. here. But but folks, Carson is also from uh, folks in Minnesota know the name uh, Kaler in, in northern Iowa for sure. But in the machinery industry, auction and the farm equipment side, legendary family. Carson, your grandfather uh, Alan Kaler with Auctioneer Alley. Um, he started in the auction biz. Do you know when? Uh, I don't don't know a year, but it was right out of high school. Uh, he went straight to straight to auctioneering school, and then got set up with a couple local auctioneers like helped him get started. Right, and Alan Auctioneer Alley out of Fairmont, Minnesota, right? Yep. And uh, how old is your grandpa now? He just turned eighty-five this past weekend. Oh well, you wish Grandpa Alan a happy birthday from Machine Repeat. All right. Will do. And your dad, Ryan Kaler, and your uncle, Kevin, also in the auction biz, and they were in the farm equipment biz, too, I believe, right? Yeah, yep. They used to be in the farm equipment business uh, with Icon Ag down in Iowa that got bought out by AgriVision a few years back. Right, Icon. Okay, so folks know that name and Auctioneer Alley. And you guys also on the auction side work with my friend Dan Pike, out of Pike Associates out of Jackson, Minnesota, on a lot of big sales. Is that, would that be correct to say? Yes, yep. Okay. So when you were a little guy, uh, Carson, did you, I mean, were you out at all these auctions kind of growing up, helping out? Yeah. So as a kid, I was always the, the ticket runner, right? So when someone buys a piece of machinery, you write down on a ticket with their their number, and I was one running it from the topper to the, the corking wagon. Gotcha. And as I've gotten older, I've gotten a little bit more disconnected from it. I've, lot, I've focused a lot more on the farming Right and uh, YouTube, but I'm still still actively involved. There's an auction. Um, I go to it and help out. So. Right, and your family, you grew up on the farm there, so you guys have been farming in in uh, Sherburn. I guess I said Southwest Minnesota, maybe South Central, but but you guys have been actively farming there. Yep. Okay. 
So let's get to your YouTube channel, Carson, again, which if you haven't seen it, folks, and I'm guessing tons of you already have, but 6th Gen, G-E-N, 6th Gen Farmer. And Carson, you're pushing 11,000 subscribers already. And can you tell us when and how your YouTube channel got started? Yeah, so it's kind of a long story, so I hope you have some time here. We got time. That we have. Perfect. So it all started uh, when I was in junior high. I really got into technology, right? I just, everything I could possibly do with technology, I wanted to be part of it, wanted to get involved. And uh, early high school, my cousin came to me and said, hey, I'm selling my old drone. Would you like to buy it for a few hundred bucks? And I said, well, of course, absolutely, I want to buy it. So I started messing around with it and, no, not really doing much of it, but just having fun with it. And it was actually my dad's idea. He said, you should really take some videos of us farming, take some push of us farming, mm. and make some movies and so we can look back on it. Because, sure. you know, I kind of wish that when I was a kid, I had that opportunity. Right. So I said, yeah, of course. So I made some videos and I got learned how to video edit, kind of. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I posted on YouTube so I could share it with friends and family. Okay. And so I did that for spring 2018 and fall 2018. And over the winter of fall 2018, my Harvest 2018 video got up to 60,000 views, I want to say. Yeah, I see. I just looked this morning. I think you're up over 141,000 on that video. Yeah. So that got me my first kind of viewer base, my first thousand subscribers Yep. through that in 2019. And that's when I kind of thought, well, I, I kind of have something here, yep. but I would, I would like to do more. Okay. So then just about a year ago, spring 2020, I started vlogging, okay. um, you know, bringing me, putting me in the picture, explaining what I'm doing. And I'll be honest, it was terrible for the first few months. <laughs> ah, you're just being modest, <laughs> I, Carson. You, I've seen I, your videos. You, you have a great way of talking to the camera. It's, it's well done. It's, it's something that was definitely learned you know, from experience. Yeah, it must have felt funny at first to, you're out in the field or the cab or whatever around the farm and flip that camera around and start talk, start talking <laughs> into it. Uh, but, yeah, it didn't take you long, boy. And your editing skills, your videos are just, they're so fun to watch. Thank you. So that, uh, that harvest video back in 18, that was uh, – I think you were out, you guys had a S780 and a 9870, you were out doing your thing. When that was some drone video footage? Yep. Okay. Yeah, that was strictly drone. Okay. And it looked, am I right, do you have like, is it 80 plus videos or pushing 100 videos out there, Carson? Um, I honestly have no idea. I know I was, I was kind of going through my, my stuff earlier today and... Um, so like it only shows you 30 videos at a time and I was amazed by it, it only went back a few months. <laughs> right. What's your, how often do you post a new video roughly speaking? So at the current moment I'm doing once a week. So okay. when I'm at school and, um, when I'm internshipping here at CMB, I'm doing once a week. Eventually I'd like to be able to push it to twice a week, but with my current schedule, it's just not quite possible. Yeah. I was going to say with gosh, going to school full time, studying those, uh, those you know, demanding courses you're studying, and uh, and you're also now an intern with CNB Operations, a great John Deere dealer there. Uh, how do you find time to make your videos? <laughs> it's hard, I'll tell you that for sure. So it's a pretty routine schedule, you know, from mm-hmm. day to day. Wake up in the morning, 
Um, go to CMB, work there throughout the day. At five o'clock, I head out, I go home, I change, I go down to the farm, and I try and film whatever I possibly can, and then um, I film as well on the weekends. Okay. And then I'm usually editing midnight to two o'clock in the morning. Mm. And that editing process, do you enjoy that? Your videos are snappy, great music. They just look, they look great. Yeah, so editing is probably my least favorite part about it. But, I mean, I enjoy, I enjoy the whole thing. But editing is definitely tedious. Right. But it's one of those things where I have, I strive myself to do the, pos- the best possible that I can because quality is everything. Right. Yeah, I'm sure you've, you've had, you've seen videos and, I mean, certain channels, the production quality is just there. Plus, you know, the personality and the content, it's, it's, a, it's kind of a unique mix. It has to be just kind of right, doesn't it, to make you want to keep watching. Well, you, you found the sweet spot, Carson. Hats off to you for what you've built there. And I failed to mention earlier, not just YouTube, again, almost 11,000 subscribers. And folks, if you're listening to this, do me a favor. Go subscribe today. Just go to YouTube, find 6th Gen Farmer. Click that little subscribe and the little uh, that little bell button so you know when Carson comes out with a new video, you can watch it. But you're also huge on TikTok. Now, i got to tell you, Carson – Shane Repeat does not know much about TikTok. So, but you had a recent video just go bananas out there. Can you tell us about it? Yeah. So, you know, TikTok probably, I don't think I was a senior in high school when TikTok came out. And I, I thought it was dumb. I didn't want to join it. And finally, some of my college friends convinced me to get it <laughs> this okay. past semester. And I thought, oh, this is kind of fun. So I started making some videos. And I had one video, I don't know if it was 15 seconds long. But it was just, we found this huge rock. I mean, like payloader, like it was lifting the back of the payloader up, right? Just a yep. big rock. And I did a little snippet on TikTok about it. Just a little funny little thing. And as of now, that TikTok video is sitting at 1.8 million views. 1.8 million views on a video. How You said 15 seconds long? Roughly, yeah. And, okay, now again, I'm, I'm ancient. I'm an old dude. I'm 55, so... My daughters have tried to t- tell me a bit about TikTok, but um, generally speaking, they're they're shorter form videos, and they they kind of need to tilt kind of with a with kind of a fun kind of vibe. Would that be accurate? Yeah, yeah, no, there's definitely a a very fast paced social media. You know, every video is in that you know five to fifteen second range, and right. and yeah, definitely a funny vibe. Okay, so with this big rock that you've and it was huge, folks. It's a boulder. The, the gist of it was you 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 had grandpa's ATV out in the field and you were picking rocks and you had a small one, small one, small one, whoop, and then the boulder. Would that, would that be accurate yep. to say? <laughs> <laughs> yep. But you you yeah. had a keen sort of – you knew that could go viral, right? I, I had an idea that, you know, that might appeal to a certain audience. Yeah. Not 1.8 million people, though. Yeah. What – in your own estimation, I mean, being a young, you know, what are you, are you 21, Carson, 2021, something like that? Uh, uh, just turned 20 about a month ago. 20, okay. So <clears throat> now you, you've been doing YouTube for pushing or three years now and, and in TikTok and Instagram. What made you think a little clip like that had the potential to, like, take off? It's, it's kind of the way that social media is going. It's 
you know, everyone, if it's not entertaining, people don't want to watch it. So, yep. you know, I try to that on YouTube videos too. Well, I try to make them as educational as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. If there's not some funny dialogue between my family and I, or, you know, something that happens, yeah. you know, people don't want to watch it. So when I saw that TikTok and I used someone else's sound, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's LinkedIn TikTok, yep. but it's just one of those things where it was just kind of catchy enough and funny enough. I thought that people might like it. It was, yeah, you find that, that snappy, that, uh, and I will ask you this too. Now I've been on YouTube for 12 years posting, but again, I, I'm limited with my, uh, understanding of editing and stuff. But one thing I have found, just curious to get your take Carson, but the headlining of your videos on YouTube, plus the, the picture the I don't know yep. what you call it, the lead picture, but that is, man, that is really important into how, how that video plays, right? Incredibly. Do you have Incredibly. any, uh, now let's, let's take, for example, your, I've seen some of your recent videos, uh, planting organic soybeans into rye cover crop. How, what went into finding that cover image on that video? Yeah, so that day, a lot of times if it's like a planting video or a harvest video, mm-hmm. I like to try and get a drone photo okay. if possible. Yep. Just one that's really zoomed in of the equipment, of it moving, and they usually look really cool. Yep. But the sun was kind of starting to set that day, and I was having a really hard time getting lighting. Mm. So I just got out in the gator and drove up and down the field with my phone and just got really down low next to the rye, and that incredible photo came out. Yeah, it was. It I'm was so beautiful. proud of that one. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get a poster made of that one. <laughs> that was beautiful. Go check it out, folks. Again, YouTube sixth gen farmer. Uh, one of Carson's latest. I think is maybe his latest video as we're recording this. But uh, yeah. So, but now I noticed. So it's not all funsies. I mean, you're out there. I noticed your uh, one of your headlines on your YouTube channel it says bridging the gap between the farmer and the consumer. So you're being intentional, it sounds like, Carson, about, you know, not just talking to the farm community who enjoys your videos uh, mightily, but also um, talking to a wider audience. Can you speak about the importance of this? Yeah. So, you know, I think as a young farmer, my generation and the following generations are going to, it's so important for us to communicate what we're doing with everybody, right? Mm -hmm. I think more important than ever. Yep. And we've been given a tool called social media to allow us to actually do this that previous generations haven't had. Yep. So I think it's incredibly important while I try to be entertaining and fun Mm -hmm. to as well educate, you know, talk about what we're doing because a lot of people just don't understand. Yep. And, you know, you gotta be transparent with it too because if you're, you know, hiding something, it's people can see through you so easy. Right. So, yeah, no, I think that's, that's the, the main goal of Six Gen Farmer okay. is to first educate. Well, what, now I mentioned a, a couple of your videos that I've watched. I've noticed you get you get a, quite a fair number of comments, which is awesome. And YouTube loves that. They love the interaction, of course. But what could you, could you provide a kind of a, a synopsis on the comments you tend to get on your YouTube videos over the past three years as you've grown? Yeah, I, I'll be honest, I have one of the best follower bases ever. My 
I have had very, very few negative comments. Um, lots of questions, you know, okay. even though I try to explain stuff the best I can, people have further questions and yep. I always try to answer them as soon as I possibly can. And yeah, no, it's been incredible. Just, you know, even what's amazing is it's not only the United States fan base, but the Canada, the Netherlands, India, wow. Australia. What does your dad, Ryan, or your grandpa, Alan, say when you're sitting at the dinner table and you say, oh, by the way, I just got a question from somebody in India about some video I just put. I'm a, they must, I'm just curious what they think. Yeah, it just, you know, grandpa just turned 85. It just, it blows his mind <laughs> that, you know, it's, it's possible. And my dad, he's gotten a lot more used to it. Yeah. Uh, so, but he's still, he's still more than often, you know, impressed as well. Yeah. Well, your dad, Ryan, uh, he was honored. I mean, like you say, he suggested you get that, uh, drone and start shooting some video and gosh look where it's taking mm-hmm. uh, 20 years old man that's it's incredible carson let's let's pivot just a little bit now uh, and talk about your current internship you're a sales intern with cnb operations is that right correct and if people don't i'm sure they know but cnb operations of course fantastic john deere dealership i believe in like six states 37 37 locations 37 I dealerships minnesota iowa South Dakota, Montana, Wyoming, and Idaho. Okay. So, you know, you just finished your junior year in college, and now your summer before your senior year, you're, I think, what are you, a couple weeks into the internship now, Ryan? Yep. I'm finishing my third week. Okay. As we speak. Well, how's it been going? Fantastic. Uh, It's, you know, it's something that I have had no experience in prior. You know, the dealership thing is completely new to me. And CMB is doing a great job of getting me really involved right away. And not only, I mean, so I'm a sales intern is my technical position, but they're yep. doing a fantastic job of really getting me the experience of everyone on the team. Hmm. And I really do mean team. It's it's an absolute incredible community. Right. Well, I, um, I've done some uh, under the hood, uh, spent some time in filming with CMB, and yeah, they they're an incredible organization. Check them out, folks. The website, I believe, cars at DeerEquipment.com? Uh, I believe so, yes. Yeah, a great dealership, folks. Uh, so now, sales intern, what are they, for, for young listeners out there, Carson, who are like, oh, man, that'd be cool to be an intern with a farm equipment dealer. Uh, so on the sales side, do they have you, like, shadowing uh, with salespeople, or how's that how's that working so far? So it all, you know, so the beginning few weeks here have been kind of just learning about the whole dealership in general. But I sat down with my supervisor the other day to kind of create my plan for the rest of the summer. Okay. And so, yeah, they're going to have me do job shadowing at different salesmen. Um, also, I've been spending a lot of time with our store manager, and yep. he's been really teaching me the ins and outs of all the programs that John Deere uses to price them out a new piece of equipment or to price out the trade-ins right. and you name it. So, so for example, uh, there's a salesman who has a customer who wants to trade in combine, he'll come to me and say, hey, can you evaluate this combine for me and give me a price on it? Yep. Just to help me get used to all the programs. You could just call your dad or your grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys know their values like nobody's business. He would like that number too much. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> there is the auction. It, 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 wouldn't be too, it wouldn't be official enough. Right. Well, it's very dynamic time that you're, uh, gosh, you've tipped out into the farm equipment business here. My goodness. Uh 2021 coming off of the pandemic and commodity prices are shot up higher and we have availability issues 
with uh, new product and even used inventories. Um, in your in your pushing three weeks there now, Carson, uh, what vibes are you hearing from customers or within the? I mean, are you are there vibes out there that indicate what a unique time this is in the farm industry? Yeah, no, it's it's definitely a very energetic vibe right now. Mm-hmm. Um, even even though you know there was a lot of shortages, especially with you know globes and right. monitors and, right. <laughs> and anything that has computer chip in it, really. Right. But yeah, just fantastic. I mean, I have yet to see somebody mad, upset, angry. Yep. Well, it's uh, yeah. I mean, you're man. You're you're building quite a resume there, young man. Uh, <laughs> with your what you're studying at a great university like South Dakota State, and your farming background, uh, your social media background. Curious as you, and again, three weeks into an internship with a cutting edge uh, multi state dealership. But as you think about your three years on social media and YouTube and you wade into the farm equipment business and also your family, the auction side of things, how do you see the future of social media playing in those two industries, Carson? You know, it's, it's a lot to take in. Um, I, I see it becoming more important every day because, you know, especially with COVID, you know, when everyone became cooped up inside their, their houses, it's all they had. And, right. you know, I saw a statistic the other day. It's like, they think by the year 2030, it was like, I don't remember what the number was exactly, but like 75% of people won't even have cable TV anymore. Right. Because, I mean, I'll admit, I never watch TV, ever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Car- all Carson, you Instagram, don't, you, you, don't, you don't even watch Machine Repeat TV. <laughs> 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 I hear you, bud. I know the cord cutters. That's why, yeah, we're out on YouTube too. But yeah, it's Yo, it's just I a changing YouTube videos. It's a changing world, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. It's yeah. I, social media is more important than than ever. I think it's not going to stop anytime soon. Well, let me bounce something off you and just get your take because now again, you've got three years doing your own YouTube channel. You've grown it to almost eleven thousand subscribers. Six gen farmer. Uh, I contend that farm equipment dealerships, farm equipment manufacturers, and auction companies are desperately going to need to find people like you who can bring your skill set, one, on posting content on social media, knowing what, like you said, you had a a gut instinct that that rock little snip video was going to, could do things. Um, that their need for your talent is only going to grow. I've been telling dealers this for like five years. And it's sort of like young folks like you, Carson, coming up and doing what you do. You're you're helping me prove my point, how powerful this is. Um, You know, now, if you look at social media and, okay, you're three weeks into an internship, I'm going to make you the CEO of a dealership right now, Carson. Okay. And on the topic of social media, or let's say you're running an auction company, knowing what you know about YouTube and what you've done, what ideas would you employ as a dealer or an auction company to start 
helping your brand and your business grow? The one thing that I would say that I would do immediately is find the people that are comfortable in front of a camera. Yep. You know, it's not everybody. Yep. It's, it's, it is difficult. Um, and make personalities of the company. Right. Right. Things that people can relate to. So, you know, when they see that face, when they hear that voice, they think CMV or, you know, wherever. Right. And, you know, and get them to post, you know, very consistently um, on whatever they're doing. Right. Because if you get if you get good personalities on in front of a camera, the possibilities are endless. Right. Now, now here's what I find almost ironic in a crazy way, Carson, is that the farm equipment business, whether it's your dealership or an auction company, is still a very personal business. Even though our even though our culture right now is becoming very impersonal, and I like that about farm equipment business and the auction business. It's personal, but and maybe this is just the fact that most of the ownership and management in these organizations are my age or higher is that, and maybe because we're Midwesterners that, that it's almost like being personal is there's been a a hesitancy to pull that forward almost because it's like in our DNA, like, wow, I I don't want to stand on a soapbox. But I think what you're proving is you're just doing what you do on the farm and talking about it in your voice and it resonates. So I completely agree with you. I think if you're a dealership or an auction firm, don't be afraid of leaning into that personality. Would you agree with that or does that make sense? Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Now, I can see it's tough maybe to to trust that, but that's kind of what you have to do, isn't it? You kind of have to trust it. And just let it play itself out, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's it's a lot to get into, and it's you know it's it's mindful for sure. But it's one of those things that I think a lot of people, if they don't try it, they'll look back in five years and say, "Man, I really wish I would have tried that." Yeah, I, th- I think at any point, you know, any organization can hop in the game. I, I think. And curious to get your take on this too, Carson, because again, you started your YouTube YouTube channel three years ago and it wasn't like overnight it poof was 10,000 subscribers. You kind of have to take, well, not kind of, but you have to take a long-term view on it. But uh, yeah, just the patience of that, just kind of talk what you do and curious on your videos too. I noticed some of them, the, you know, the images of, uh, you know, like your payload are broke or something mm-hmm. and, and I know that kind of headline is catchy but you're also being honest and maybe I, I I don't know why it broke or whatever but I've seen other young YouTube farmers and sort of if you own them you're like wow I really biffed it here and then sometimes that is like triply powerful isn't it no so I'm gonna go back to this past harvest okay there was so I, I'm kind of grain cart operator. I come home, um, and no one else, you know, grain cart operator is like the least favorite job on the farm, right? <laughs> so I come home fresh out of college, and they throw me in that for <laughs> the weekend. Mm-hmm. But uh, I made a, you know, and it's, it's a farm. It happens. I made a big mistake. Um, we, we had a truck that kind of missed a field drive and went in the ditch, 
and we use the uh, grain cart tractor to pull it out. Okay. Okay, no big deal, no damage done. But the way the grain cart was, it was right in front of the rest of the line of semis. Mm. So we got the truck pulled out. I was in a hurry, combined for full. I got in the grain cart. I started backing up so I could make the turn. Yep. And I backed into a semi. Mm. Happens. And yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where you feel bad about it. It's terrible. Yeah. But it happens. Yep. And I decided to film that entire thing. I decided to film. You know, right after I backed up into it, I decided to film a little bit of the talking between my family and looking at it and, you know, kind of what I was feeling. And I, I got so lucky, I put a hole in the hood and I dented the bumper. There was no mechanical damage done okay. at all. Like, we, the, the truck still has a hole in the hood to this day. We drive it every day. Right. But it was one of those things where I owned up to it. Right. And I think that it helped, you know, people respect me. Yeah, you know, in a in an odd way, um, if, if I, I draw a correlation to the auction side of things I've been reporting on for thirty plus years, like your family's business, Auctioneer Alley or Dan Pike, and they always roll the right way. So not everything is shiny and new and awesome. Uh, so when you get a piece of equipment that's you know got some serious issues, now I'm watching eleven 1, hundred auction companies how they handle this. Not all of them roll like your family does, but just call it out and say, you know what? Yeah. We don't know why this thing leaks oil. And then I've, I've just documented the price and it's, it's like this inverse effect calling it out. It sells for more. And it, because of that honesty factor. So what, what kind of yeah, feedback no, did you get? The whole thing, people do not like, you know, if they think you're hiding something, right. They're, yeah. They're what, so what kind of what kind of feedback did you get on that video with the with the accident? Yeah, I mean, once again, it was extremely good. You know, a lot of, a lot of the farmers saying, "Well, you know, it happens. It's one of those things where you make mistakes." And right. you know, no one no one called me dumb or you know stupid for not looking back before I started backing up. And hmm. yeah, just. Okay, now I got a question, Ryan. I'm just very curious. My wife, Jackie, and I, we have two daughters, Megan and Josie. They're 30 and 27. One of the funnest times that I had with the girls was college visits, learning about different programs and such. I'm curious, at a great school like South Dakota State, um, I mean, you're coming in there. You're a YouTuber. You know, you're, you're going to be a senior. You got almost 11,000 followers and videos with 140,000. Are they, is the college, like, one, are they are they tr attempting to teach and message the importance of social media? And two, are they taking advantage of you as a jackrabbit student there that uh, picking your brain like, geez. Uh, just curious on the colleges, are what, how are they handling social media? Yeah, so um, when I came in, so I had a couple classes with, uh, a couple of great professors and one was actually uh, the head of our department and he learned about it and he he asked me questions all the time and we we've had multiple meetings where he's invited me over to his office and mm. just sat down and he's you know he's asked me what can we do mm. you know or what should we be doing smart and uh and we've talked about even i know booking in the future they would like to make a class where one of the main projects is to make a YouTube video. Sure. And, 
Yeah, and as far as, you know, uh, SDSU, um, you know, taking advantage of my YouTube, I mean, in a good way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my department head came to me, he said, I would love to have you wear SDSU gear. Ah. Your video. So if you look at my videos, I, and almost every single one, I'm wearing an SDSU shirt or an SDSU sweatshirt. Or I have noticed that. So you, you understand the power of branding, and so do they. Yep. That yep. is awesome. And it is a great school, like I say, South Dakota State. Yeah. Awesome. Check it out, folks. Yeah, no, I'm, and I wouldn't. And that's, and that's the reason I do it is because I truly believe South Dakota State is one of the best ag programs in the country and right. want to get as many young people there as I possibly can. Right. Well, that's encouraging for me to hear that they know what they have in you as a student there and are trying mm-hmm. to leverage that. That's just smart business. So, And just like CNB is doing, I'm sure, with your talents, learning, absorbing your your successes there. So that's that's cool. I wonder if we back this up farther, Carson. Now, you're 20. You're going to be a senior at SDSU. But you said – no. I'm trying to remember, but you said you started kind of thinking about social media when you were in junior high. Yeah, so it, I'm curious. Happened, in junior high, I really got into computers, right? Computers, okay. Computers. So I really got into technology. I was building custom computers for you know people in my family, people around the community. And then the social media came probably right after junior high when I got the drone. Okay. Um, I'm just curious again. From an educational standpoint, uh, should schools be beginning to do things in terms of instruction with social media or even the, the industry of social media? I mean, because I asked because my wife, who's in education for 31 years here in Rochester, Minnesota, pointed out to me a survey that they did with, I think kids are like 12, 11 and 12 years old, and they asked them what they wanted to be when they grew up. And you know what the number one answer was? YouTuber. <laughs> I want to be a YouTuber, exactly, just like you yeah. are. That was the number one answer. It's not like I want to play pro football, I want to be a doctor. No, I want to be a YouTuber. Now, you, you're doing it when you were in high school. What advice would you give to maybe kids like you were in junior high right now or even middle school thinking, I love watching YouTube, I love 6th Gen Farmer, Millennial Farmer, Machine Repeat, whatever. What advice would you give them how to, how to do it? Yeah, so the first thing is is you have to be patient, right? I mean, unless unless you have an absolute knack for it and, you know, are super comfortable from a camera right away, your first few videos, my first few videos, they're going to be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I mean, it's just, I mean, I, I look back to some of my first videos I did. I just, I cringe so hard. I mean, just the quality, you know, the quality wasn't there. So... A mistake that I made was when I started, I started looking at my followers right away, right? Mm -hmm. I wanted to gain as many followers as I possibly could, and I was focusing so hard on that, I wasn't focusing on the content that I was actually providing. Right, okay. So if I I would say if there's a young person out there that's really looking into doing this, be patient and focus on the content that you're providing before the numbers. Okay. Now I find that to be really interesting and insightful, Carson, because again, I've been doing YouTube 12 years and I'm an old fart and I was, you know, doing it for business purposes, grow our brand. It's been super fun. But as the, as the lifestyle YouTuber, whether it's farming or, you know, makeup or whatever, I, I don't obviously don't get into that stuff. But the one thing I wonder is these young, particularly young YouTubers, 
if if you're doing it with a focus on followers, it seems to me like your burnout factor is going to be coming quick after you. Whereas if mm-hmm. if you're if you're doing videos about what you live, what you love, whether you know in this case farming, that is, that's kind of what you're saying, isn't it? That's the whole thing. Yeah. No. I mean, you have to have a passion for whatever you're doing besides YouTube. Right. Uh, you have to have a passion for whatever you want to do before you start, you know, videotaping it. Right. Absolutely. Any words of caution if for people, whatever the age they are, people hopping into YouTube, um, from your experience that uh, you would tell them to kind of watch out for? Yeah. So I, for as long as I've been doing it, I've been extremely cautious and just, you know, what I say, making sure that, you know, what I say is always correct. I don't ever want to mislead anybody yeah. or, you know, say miss, you know, incorrect information. Something that I learned recently is I, it was on TikTok actually, I, I did a joke video. Okay. Um, it was, it was playing a joke on myself as a grain farmer, right? Okay. It was kind of going with the stereotype mm-hmm. and people did not appreciate it. Hmm. I mean, there were some people that understood the joke. They're like, oh, you know, that's kind of funny. And, and you know, there were some people that took offense to it. So that was that was a learning curve for me. Have you found when you post it, because I can relate a little bit in terms of writing all these years and the way you write something in your head when you write it, you know what you're trying to come, how you're trying to make it come off. But do you find, do you give yourself a little time filter to like, here's the video, it's done. Now, before I post it, I'm going to going to sleep on it or is it more like man i gotta get this out um <laughs> normally if my schedule is kind of a get it out type of thing <laughs> right right but i mean lots of the time if there's something that you know i'm kind of questioning or you know i'm not 100 sure about yeah i'll i'll get my family around i'll have them watch mm. it before i actually post it get their opinion on it that is a great idea great idea and have you worked your family and friends into your videos much, Carson? Yeah, so I've, I've worked my my dad and my brother a lot into it. Um, Kevin Kevin and Dustin and Grandpa, they haven't been in it a whole lot. I, I have worked some friends into it. So, for example, uh, this past winter, I went on a couple snowmobile trips. I brought the camera along to yep. kind of show a different side of myself. Yep. Um, and, of course, you know, I had a bunch of friends out there, so that was fun. And what sled do you ride, by the way? Need to ask. Yeah, I have a so I had a thirteen Polaris Pro RK six hundred, and then halfway through the winter, I upgraded to a twenty eighteen Polaris Axis eight hundred. And for for listeners and viewers down south who don't know the joy of snowmobiling, how would you describe it? Um, it's like a constant source of adrenaline. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I grew up driving those old John Deere, so I, it's been a while, but I, I yep. hear you. So, uh, My dad grew up on a John Deere Spitfire. Spitfire. Does he still have it? Nope, nope. Oh. Sadly not. One of those deals where, like the old 4020, you wish you'd have kept it, right? Yep. Uh, Although Kevin still has his original 3020 he bought when he was 14. So Kevin does. Wow. Well, yep. I, I need to – I need you need to go utilize that – and, and tell Kevin Machinery Pete says loosen up and, and hop in these videos. <laughs> but I'm telling you, your grandpa Alan, my, man, what a resource there! You'll find the right way to to honor him. But you know, as you mentioned before, Carson, about 
thinking long-term when you get started, don't focus on the numbers. That made me think of your grandpa starting in the auction business all those years ago. I don't imagine that was an instantaneous home run when you're starting any business or the auction business years ago, but what your grandpa did and your dad and brothers, that long-term view is will always be important, won't it? Absolutely. Very cool. Well, geez, I have enjoyed this so much, Carson. Uh, I appreciate you spending time and sharing your history with your YouTube channel. Again, folks, please go subscribe. Sixth Gen Farm, Sixth Gen Farmer, right? Correct. And same on Instagram. Go follow Carson. And and again, I'm I'm no expert on TikTok, so just go find him out there. <laughs> uh, and again, if you're in the uh, south, south central Minnesota area, you're at the Jackson location interning this summer, Carson? Yes. Yep. My office is right on the edge of the lobby, so come say hi. Yeah, it is a fantastic facility there right off the freeway, I-90 in Jackson, Minnesota. And store manager in Jackson, again, your, your boss there is? Uh, Mike Espenson. Mike. Folks, stop and talk to Mike. He's one of the sharpest cats that I've visited with, uh, passionate about the farm equipment industry and farmers, not just selling you iron, but, uh, again, holistically helping you with your farming operation. That's how CNB rolls. But Carson, hats off to your success. And I guess I'll just, I'll leave you with one question before I, we stop here, Carson. Everything you've got going on, you got one year left of college, you're building your YouTube social media, you're under the hood interning with a farm equipment dealer, you're farming, where do you hope to be, want to be, let's say, 10 years out, 2031? I know it's a hard question, but what 2031? Man, I have what, a hard time deciding what I'm going to do tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are some hopes that you have for the future? Yeah, I guess, you know, and I feel like this is kind of a generic answer, but I just hope that, you know, whatever I find to do, you know, that I'm passionate about, I'm able to make an impact in it. Right. Whether it's whether it's I go back to the farm and continue doing YouTube, whether it's I become full time in CMB or some other industry, whatever I do, my I would I love to help people. I love to you know make people happy. Right. Uh, so I, I feel like it's kind of a generic answer that a lot of people give, but it's it's true. No, from the heart, I, I appreciate you sharing the, that sentiment, Carson. And again, hats off to what you built. And I have no doubt. You're going to be successful with what you're doing there at school and your family and CNB and your YouTube channel. Just fantastic. Uh, Carson, thank you so much for uh, being our guest this week. Well, thank you for having me. Gloss products are an engineered mix of efficiency, precision, convenience, and reliability, all in the same package. But they aren't for everyone. They're for those who know the numbers that drive their operation and are interested in making them even better. They're for those with a plan. If you plan to get more out of your farming operation, take a closer look at Kloss for brighter solutions and better business results. Contact your Kloss dealer today. Well, folks, I'm guessing you are probably as impressed as I am with young Mr. Carson Kaler. Uh, really enjoyed that conversation immensely. Again, it gives me hope there's young people all over like Carson out there. But again, Carson, exceptional what he's doing, uh, communicating through YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, uh, and again, with a heart towards educating, um, you know, bridging the gap between uh, farming, feeding the world, and people who aren't in farming. And that is so, so important. And as Carson mentioned, 
people his age uh, see the importance of that. And it, it's interesting. Again, I'm in my mid fifties, and I, what makes me hopeful there is it's not a defensive position. And I think in agriculture, too often we we've tended to get defensive when outside interests outside interests of agriculture, you know, whether they start harping at us or this or that, the way you do things, or water, you know, and hey, you know, farmers care about the land and how they do things. What young people like Carson are doing and other young ag YouTubers, they're just being real and they're sharing how they farm, why they do things, being open when they mess up. Um, and so what a learning tool, not only for people in ag of all ages, but bridging that gap, letting people under the hood, so to speak, that that aren't on, aren't on the farm. And maybe they're now more than two generations removed from the farm and their family. They don't know what, where and how our food is grown, why farmers do what they do. So hats off to Carson. And again, folks, do yourself a favor. Go subscribe to Carson's YouTube channel, Sixth Gen Farmer. Type that into to, uh, YouTube, subscribe, follow his videos. They're really, really well done. And Carson has a great personality, fun to follow. And follow him on Instagram, again, under 6th Gen Farmer. Uh, and, you, and TikTok, as I admit. I, Machine Repeat is not really a TikToker. I'm trying to get my daughters to teach me. Maybe I'll catch up. I'm an old dinosaur. But anyway, again, hope you enjoyed the conversation with Carson. I look forward to our next Machine Repeat podcast coming at you soon. Thanks for spending time with us. And until then, folks, I will see you out at the sales. 